0: People might say, no, 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 this is not true, the, the British India Act was there, but uh, we have a new constitution that the court started in, you know, uh, promulgated and we became a republic in, in 1950 after the constitution was accepted and so okay. on and so forth. So now we have to look at the history of this constitution, where is this constitution coming from? So if you look at it, who is actually the framer of the constitution, who... I, who uh, you ask any child in India say who's, who created the constitution, what is the answer? <clears throat> Ambedkar. Ambedkar was the chairman of the drafting committee. Hmm? But the most of the work <clears throat> was actually done by this one person. And his person's name, also again we don't even know recently, but his name is Sir Benegal Nursing Rao. <clears throat> he is actually the drafter of the Indian constitution. What does that mean? That means that he is actually the one that He had been in the ICS. He had been um, um, uh, an employee of the British uh, government for a long time. And he was the one who actually prepared the entire draft document, which was the Constitution. All the drafting committee did was, did some comments, made some suggestions, you know, then there was a Constitutional Assembly. But he, I would say, is really the writer of the Indian Constitution. Hmm? He was later on honored also. So, who is he? He is an ICS. He, is a, he was ordered, ordered the companion of the order of the Indian Empire. He was knight, knighted in 1938. Why is somebody knighted? Because of loyalty to the British crown. Huh? And then, of course, he, was, he became the constitutional advisor in 46, And then, and then the, in 48, he prepared the initial draft. In fact, he is the one who traveled to different countries, including U.S. and other countries, to look at their constitutions and so on and so forth. Yeah. So I would say that for all practical purposes, he is the drafter of the Indian Constitution, and then of course other people gave their inputs and so on and so forth. What does he use again? The template he he is he is a long loyal servant of the British Empire, and he the template mainly comes from the British India Act, which is what he uses as the core template. Which is by the way, the British India Act is the biggest act that the British Parliament has ever passed till that date. It is a four thousand pages act. <laughs> it, which pretty much like governs every single thing um about india 1935, 1935 yeah Did I say, yeah 1935 the british india act of 1935 is the longest act part, passed by the british parliament so Actually, that was meant for their golden sparrow so they had, it had to be longer yes yes because they, you know they, they if some master is going to figure out uh, how to manage the the servants then a lot of regulation is not needed. If you compare with the U.S. Constitution, U.S. Constitution is a very small, very small, tiny booklet. Okay, because the the power more or less is vested in the people, right? You don't need a big framework of of uh, somebody telling you what to do. If if the people are considered uh, moral and intelligent enough to figure it out for themselves, right? All you need is some guidelines. But when when you are in a civilizing mission, then you need to specify everything as much as possible. So this Bernegal Narasimha Rao actually um, framed it and then there is another quote that you might be familiar for with, who is saying, I, I am quite prepared to say I shall be the first person to burn it out and do not want it, it does not suit anybody. This is a quote about the constitution by another well-known figure. <coughs> so, um, of course, I think um, to be fair, we have to look at that in a little bit of a nuance. He's talking about a particular, uh, you know, in a particular context. He's speaking about that, and later also. Uh, but in any case, it is it is a uh, there's a few things to to also remember about the constitution. Is firstly the framer or the drafter of it is Sir Benegal Rao. Secondly, the constitute Assembly itself is not a body which is elected in independent India. Right, the Constitution Assembly itself comes from an election that is happening pre-British India in terms of who were the representatives. And then after partition, they kind of sorted them out and say, "Ye, this representative India? What is this Pakistan? Ho gaye. Mm-hmm. So the co- Constitutional Assembly itself is a colonial institution coming from pre-partition India. The drafter is clearly taking on the colonial act. But then we start with, and of course the Constitution is never ratified by the people of Free India. Right, there is no referendum on the constitution that says, uh, you know, sh- do you ratify? Do you, the people of India, agree that this constitution sh- shall happen? Again, as I said, it's not by elected people of the f- of free India either. But we start with we, the people of India. Now, how did we, the people of India, come in this matter? It has nothing to do with the people of India. Uh, we should, in fact, we say we, the colonized elite who have been hereby subservient to the British Empire, now, <laughs> now deemed to. Put this uh, structure on the Indian people. I mean that would be a fair and honest preamble to the constitution. Mm. But that's not now how it is. So it's now democratic principles parliament first session That was a minimum. That's not the ultimate. That was minimum that It's actually a good question. there the are long different histories are there in terms of ratification of the constitution. For instance, um, in, in I think in Brazil there was an entire referendum uh, for that. Uh, in the United States, it was ratified. See, one of the other things is a very strange thing happens in India. The Constituent Assembly actually makes the Constitution, and it also ratifies the Constitution. Right? <clears throat> it is like saying that homework is given done the homework, the one will mark, grade. Bhi so in the U.S., what happens is that the the the, the framers uh, of the Constitution framed it, but then it had to be ratified by each of the states, right? So each of the states. So the the framers and the people who are ratifying it are different. That means there is some check on the people who are framing it because somebody else is going to ratify it. So, You have to make sure it's going to be acceptable to those who are going to ratify it, right? So this process never happens in India because those two entities are the same, the people who are doing it.